Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life. And for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. In this episode, we are going to speak with a woman who has a long history of entrepreneurship and in building resilience through some very tough times. But before we hear from her, let's hear from our show sponsors, JAK, CPAs, and Sunbelt Business Advisors. Many business owners planning a business transition feel overwhelmed and don't know where to begin. The CPAs at JAK, John A. Knudsen and Company, can guide you to make sense of the numbers and tax pieces of your transition. Our firm was established over 90 years ago, and we have assisted many companies with ownership transitions. Leaving your business successfully takes time, so contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at jakcpa.com. You wouldn't go deep-sea fishing without a guide, or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth. Because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880, sunbeltminnesota.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with Sandy hansen Wolf, who is the owner of several different businesses, primarily coaching, consulting, and speaking. And she has a great story to share with us, along with some great advice. Sandy, thank you so much for joining us on the show. I have heard so many great things about you, and I can't wait to get into this interview. Thank you for having me, Julie. It's always a, a humble privilege to be a part of any anyone's podcast, and I have a lot of respect for you, too. So Happy to participate. Wonderful. Thank you so much. You know, our topic for today's episode was kind of on how to focus, right, in the in some tough times. And you're the perfect person to talk about that. Um, you know, you've had one heck of a journey. Uh, we've talked about it. I've read about it. And so I just wondered if you could share with us before we get into the other questions, how did you get started and how do you find yourself where you are today? Yes. Uh, well, that's, that's, thank you for asking, Julie. That's a long story. So I'll try to make it short. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the simple, the simple fact of it is that, you know, I think a lot of us entrepreneurs are, have always been creators at heart. And then life sometimes happens, mm -hmm. happens to us, and we decide what we want to do with circumstances. And uh, almost 19 years ago, my husband of 15 months, passed away from complications of leukemia mm. and the treatment process. And I was uh, left with the, the decision to 
to either manage his agribusiness company or try to sell it. Mm. And because of the times we were in with agribusiness at the time and having just bought out a partner, you know, and having a lot of new debt in the company because of that buyout, um, I thought the best decision was to to try to run the company for a short time and then sell. Mm. <laughs> and my my um my so I, I came into the company very blindly and uh, was not involved at all. Sure. Didn't know much about it. Had great employees, great customers, you know, and some good good help there that kind of helped us through but we were really in times of peril Mm. um and not because you know he ran a poor business it's just the circumstances were the perfect storm Mm. and so yes i I took the business over unknowingly of you know how how it even operated or much about it at all um and being a woman in agribusiness was a little different two mm. decades ago than it is now. And so, you know, many thought the chips were stacked against me. And I have to agree. Mm-hmm. They they definitely were. And, um, you know, I, I was faced with how do I pay off a lot of business debt mm. and get out of that and decided to 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 try to turn around the company, although I didn't know at the time that I was turning it around, you know, it was kind of a foreign concept to me. So we developed a lot of, you know, I mean, it was, it was hard. You're a grieving Mm -hmm. 30 year old widow coming into an unknown business. And Mm -hmm. um, to say that there was a state of overwhelm would be an understatement. So, uh, so that was, that was then. And thankfully uh, we did manage a turnaround during those very turbulent, tragic times. Wow. And, um, you know, and have, you know, there's a good word now, pivoting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that, that the truth? Yeah. Um, yes, that we, that we did many times throughout my 18-year tenure there. And I think sometimes uh, life is a series of decisions, definitely, but then saying yes when an opportunity arrives. And um, so I said yes to this, and I, I felt at the time I was stuck, but really I see now that everything is a decision um, of what we'd want to do in the moment. Mm. Um, and out of that, you know, actually it didn't take too long where people asked me to speak mm. on you know, how did we turn around the company? And that led to becoming a, a you know, like a, a keynote speaker on on many stages, large and small and nationwide. And uh, then, then I was asked to, by other business owners of, could you help us recover from this turbulent time we're in economically? And that started happening in the 2007 2008 time frame oh, sure. and, and thus I developed my speaking and coaching business and um, so since then you know um, uh, fast forward to now I exited the comp- exited my agribusiness company egg venture in uh, December of 2020 so almost a year ago oh well congratulations and, Yes. And uh, yes. And within, you know, that's mixed emotions, too. Sure. I There's bet pieces I miss, definitely. And mm-hmm. and um, and also, um, you know, that's kind of the goal of a company is to be able to exit at some point or for an owner to move forward. Um, it, it, within that time, though, in the last few years, we developed an, another e-commerce business called New Heritage Feed Company, wow, which good is for you. Um, 
feed with essential oils. So I yeah. still I still have that. Um, and it was a way to, you know, really go into a different market of animal superfood for more of the urban and hobby farmer. So, Wonderful. so yeah, so now I, I, I have a one-on-one -on -one speaking, you know, coaching clients. Yeah. I speak at conferences. Um, I uh, do strategy work for some companies and I'm just kind of letting everything you build again and see mm -hmm. see how everything settles. So for 2022, what do you plan to um, do that's more of or less of or that's different than what you're doing right now? Yes, uh, great question too. I see 2022 as my my launch year. <laughs> okay. Um, much of 2021 was you know making sure that I was diligent that all of the legal and accounting and every detail of, uh, you know, transitioning my former company to the new owners was in place. Mm -hmm. And I still, you know, I still had coaching clients this year and did speaking engagements that spoke at several conferences. And so I see a lot of that just building more. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm now to the point where I have more time to take on uh, a few more one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. executive or ownership type clients that really are looking to to the question of how do I how do I transform my company in these new new paradigms of how we do business, and I likely will relaunch my mastermind program that I've had for business owners that I've run for for five years and and took a pause this year to sell the company and mm -hmm. um, also also. You know, on on the e-commerce agribusiness company that I still have, I'm really looking at strategic partners that would run the company um, because I really love the work I'm doing on the the business consulting and coaching side. So, strategic partners to run the e-commerce feed company with the essential oils—is that what you're referring to? Yes, uh -huh. yes, and I, I yes, and you okay. know I see this as a, a national brand and an animal superfood company, mm. and um, really it, it, I, we need a team again, just like I had a team in my last company. So sure. I'm really looking at a different. Last time I owned my company solo for 18 years, and I'm very very proud of that fact. This mm. time I think I think the ownership structure looks different, where there might be partnerships and. And me playing different roles, more of the visionary, the brand ambassador, that kind of thing. That's that's the vision I have. So got it. So then, mm -hmm. for your consulting and coaching business, um, who was your ideal client in that business? Yes. Oh, I love working with some. You know, really, I I always think a business should have many revenue streams or at least more than one or two. Absolutely. So um, I have private one-on-one -on -one clients. Most of those are, are business owners or key leaders of small and medium-sized companies. Mm -hmm. And they're really looking at how do I, you know, how do I first work out on myself and elevate our company and our success strategies uh, I also, so that's one leg of the stool, I guess, um, or one revenue stream. The other revenue stream is is speaking. Uh, I love doing the keynotes to conferences or, you know, sometimes that's even an online um, Zoom type 
conference now, which sure. is absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, so, so really, you know, how do we re-engage our employees? How do we get over overwhelm and exhaustion and, and mm. realign and, and get energized again and, and, you know, get our synergies going and getting our passion yeah. back. Sounds like it's um, culture development. Yes, Would absolutely. You say that? And that's what yeah. I was, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Is like, okay. you know, and that's a lot is, you know, how do we redevelop a new culture that employees will love their work again, mm-hmm. instead of being overwhelmed and kind of like putting some breaks on the uh, great resignation of 2021. And, yes. and, you know, and then yes, and then actually consulting is a lot of teamwork within companies. Yes. Um you know, and I also like the the passive revenue stream. So I'll, I'm going to look at ways to develop that out too. Of, of you know, maybe my my um, e-commerce company being more passive than me playing the day to day role. So I think that's the way to go, especially if you're going to be consulting and speaking, and that means probably traveling. I do a fair amount of mm-hmm. that myself. Um, the beauty of the work that we do as consultants, though, is we can do it from anywhere, right? Yes. And yes. so, yeah. Yes. Um, I, I want to go back to your your story, though, when you were talking about how you kind of got started and how you tragically lost your husband as a newlywed. Wow. I, that would be so, so difficult. If he so I know you I, I know you a little bit more about your story and we, we didn't talk so much about that. But you guys had some kind of a pact that you made with each other. That when he got sick, you were going to be willing to share your story, um, and I know that you have been, and that you have made an impact on other people's lives, which is which is awesome. But but if he were here, what's his first name, by the way? Randy. Randy. If Randy were here with us right now, what would he say to Sandy? Yeah. The, well, thank you for asking that question. It's not one I get often, and it's just really. Uh, pretty deep, obviously. I know. So, um, you know, yes, the pact, just to refer back to the pact, when Randy was sick in the hospital, we had great support of our family and friends and just mm-hmm. in like uh, love overflowing mm-hmm. uh, in that way. The mm-hmm. one thing that we were missing was someone who had gone through the path before mm-hmm. us that could have, you know, kind of guided us or given us some sort of consolation of you know what to expect and being a guide that way and Mm -hmm. so that's where my passion comes from now is you know I want other people's business paths to be a little easier than mine and if I can be a a carrot to that um, that'd be great and that's why I started speaking too is that we made a pact that when we uh, were asked to share our story that we would. And I actually thought, I mean, we never, obviously you always hope that they'll make it through the treatments. And so that happened pretty quick that people started Mm -hmm. asking me to speak and uh, it's pretty humbling. Um, Mm -hmm. So as far as what he would say now, um, I just think he would, you know, smile with complete um, appreciation for me carrying out the legacy that he had started mm-hmm. and, you know, complete pride for how we built the business and, and even, you know, how we nurtured our community, like that heartfelt sense that our business had, that we yeah. tried to carry out the, not only the essence of who he was, like that love of all type of essence, but also mm-hmm. like, um, that was what 
I wanted too was a heartfelt business that really did did good, but also performed well, did good for people and had a people focus, but also performed well. Exactly. Right. Well, when you have a business, you're not intending it to be not for profit. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless you actually organize that way. And so, yeah, you definitely want to keep your eye mm-hmm. on that too. I think, you know, that just sounds like a winning formula all the way around. And I'm sure that Randy is super proud of you. And and, mm-hmm. and has likely been, you know, with you, even though you can't see him, he's likely been with you and helping you. And um, you've just done really great things, Sandy. And I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure he's really proud. So, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you got your consultancy business and then you've got your, your new business, your e-commerce business. I, and they're completely different industries. But I'm wondering, you know, how does that work for you or how will that work for you? Is it is it because of the, the I mean, you have your foot in both industries, even though they're completely different. Is there anything about the two of them that um, that are the same aside from you being the owner? Or have similarities uh, yes. at all? Or? Oh, mm-hmm. definitely. I always, you know... Even in consulting, you know, people used to say, well, I I just don't see you as a feed lady, you know, like a a woman in (laughs) agribusiness. Well, I would agree with that, but, you know, who cares? What's the stereotype (laughs) anyway? (laughs) Well, you know, I'm like, exactly what is a feed lady supposed to look like? You know, like, uh, I don't know, from the woods or I'm not sure. And and that's, it always made me kind of giggle. But (laughs) so like, I always think the fundamentals of business are the same, whether I'm consulting you know, mm-hmm. in one industry over another, a lot of the a lot of the underlying methods of how we lead, you know, how we lead, you know, how community and people come together, mm-hmm. and um, you know, some of the challenges are 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 common within yes. within and across industries. So mm-hmm. I actually think one uh, one one I was going to say one feeds the other, but really. Me staying sharp on the consulting side and keeping my training up really helps me be a better entrepreneur. And me being an entrepreneur is is what and having sold my company is is why a lot of people reach out to me and say, "Hey, can you now help me? Mm-hmm. You know, or can you now come and help our company do the same that you did?" And uh, I never actually saw myself as having an e-commerce company. It just kind of morphed out of the fact that we needed to pivot our business model mm-hmm. significantly and cause a little disruption and go after a different market. So so I think one keeps the other sharp. And I also realize that we all have limited bandwidth, too, which is mm-hmm. why, you know, we have to figure out what our passion area is. And for me, it's like I love helping companies be successful. And whether that's, I actually like helping other companies be successful more than sometimes I like helping my own because <laughs> you get in the weeds a lot more. And I love the visionary space. And, you know, these times are really, as much as they're frustrating, they're also really fascinating because yeah. we really can pivot a company quickly now and take mm-hmm. some quantum leaps to get mm-hmm. us back to higher level profits. So, I just think one is a one is a funnel for the other, and mm-hmm. um, I still really am front and center to family and that old balance being first. And I'm one to really challenge the norm of, you know, the whole balance is baloney type of thing. I actually think it's doable, mm-hmm. um, and and to have su- successful paths in the midst of it. 
Well, and it's going to be a little bit different for everybody, right? We all have our yes. concept of, of balance and what we would prefer to, you know, to have that look like. So, okay. right. well, so we've gotten to the part of the show where I like to ask my speaker, my, my guest to um, give me, you know, some kind of advice for our listeners. What, what kind of takeaways or action items would you like to share right now, Sandy? Yes. Well, and I know, Julie, that your market is, you know, maybe business owners and and those in transition. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of transition going on now. And it's a it's a great time to think about, Okay, we need to restructure our company anyway, likely and adapt to these new norms. And I really I really I really encourage companies and key leaders to think about every day being an opportunity to, you know, that your business should always be for sale or position for sale. And that doesn't mean that an exit has to be, you know, on the radar screen for anytime soon, Mm -hmm. but it's a great way to think about our business because if we're thinking like, well, what would make this a saleable company? Mm -hmm. We're really thinking about what differentiators are we planting within our company that would be, you know, what that would make another company come knocking on the door even. So I think it's a great mindset of like, well, how how would I structure this for sale? And what would my leadership team look like? And am I too much, you know, am I too involved in the company? How would I pluck myself out? And mm-hmm. it, it helps us really focus on a different set of questions um, that, okay. that, that will help us in the long term. So that's one. The other is, if there's two things that I did right, and, and I always tell this of any prospect I have, if you are a key leader or an owner of a company, have a business coach of your mm-hmm. own. And if it's not me, go get someone else. That's what I always tell every uh, every prospect I have. It was the one thing that I've done over the years that really helped move the needle and keep me... <laughs> keep me going kind of when Mm -hmm. I, you know, wanted to kind of just cave or, and, and also kind of poked me in the back when I needed to be challenged and having that one confidant is so great. And then above that is a peer group Mm -hmm. um, just that can share ideas. So those are, I, I, you know, obviously we all have many suggestions we could offer, which is why I like to coach, I guess. But um, uh, those two are, you know, position your business for sale every day, whether you feel you're like feel like you're going to exit or not, and then get some trusted confidants to help to help you see a bigger picture than you see yourself. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's worth everything to have that outside perspective. Well, G. Sandy, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your story with us. We sure appreciate it. For our listeners, you can find this and all of our episodes on the Poised for Exit website at poisedforexit.com, where you can order a copy of my book, Poised for Exit. Please do share this program with your business owner friends and colleagues. We really appreciate your subscribing and following, and we hope you can join us again next time.